Hello. Welcome to the Working Mother Experience Podcast. I'm the creator and sometimes host, Morgan Craig Broadwith, thankfully supported by an incredible team. A team that's going to help you meet the artists, explore their art, and unpack what it means to work and mother. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Today on the podcast, I get into another confession session asking, who cleans your dish or who picks up your underwear? I ask a lot of questions, more than answer. I talk a little bit about if we're instilling order in the home, how does that impinge upon our ability to thrive and explore chaos and the space needed for creativity? Hope you enjoy. So I've just spent the better part of, it feels like, four years of my life trying to update passwords and um, get into GarageBand and record this. I consider myself a relatively technologically savvy person, but apparently I'm not. And um, I'm now just trying to channel through my frustration so that I can actually articulate what it is I came on here to articulate. Okay, you're like, enough of this. I don't want to hear your negativity, Morgan. So today, it is actually a bit more of a pointed confession session, but then again, I think most of my confession sessions are. And I was a bit calm when I was thinking, I was I had calmed down from my original sort of heated up moment, and then I got fired up again with the passwords and GarageBand not working and microphones not turning on. Anyways, here we are. And so what was the original motivation for today's podcast? Well, it was um, the question I want you to answer, who picks up your plate? And I I said it seriously, but there is a bit of tongue-in-cheek in this one as to who in your household picks up after you. And so it really depends on who else you have in your household and the roles that you play in your household. Um, but today I was feeling a touch aggravated and that's an understatement. I will say that that's a touch. That's a, that is an understatement, a touch aggravated at the role I was playing this morning as the uh, dish, you know what? And, uh, and then I got to thinking about maybe a more funny post or funny title for this would be who picks up your underwear because I am the only person in my household who picks up my own dish or cleans my own dish. And I'm the only person in my household who picks up my underwear, but I pick up everybody else's dishes and underwear. And so, you know, it, it, it sort of had me fired up this morning and then it had me wondering, I'm curious as to how other families slice it. And so we've done, we've really tried to instill in our kids of at least at a minimum, taking your dishes from the breakfast table to the counter, the dinner table, the table, taking it from the table to the counter. And, um, and you know, my, I know my husband is working on that as well and he does many things, right? So I guess it then sort of flows into the question because yes, I am that person in this household. I am the cleaner upper. I am the picker upper. I go around in circles furiously in our house, just sort of moving clothes from one corner to this corner garbage from here to there, usually into the garbage can. That's usually the goal with garbage. But, you know, I just feel like the sort of a a bit crazed almost that I'm going around in these circles every day of my life, especially on mat leave when you're at home trying to create some semblance of 
uh, stability, cleanliness, order, all those wonderful things. And so I guess it flows into the, to the question of how do you and your households balance uh, the, the household duties and the tasks? Um, are you the dish you know what? Are you the underwear picker-upper? Do you have anyone in your house that picks up after your underwear? I mean, that's quite an intimate task, but let me assure you, I, I do it for literally every single person in my household. And some days it just, it, it does involve some whipping of the underwear into certain other locations of the house. It uh, doesn't necessarily go into the, to the laundry bin, <laughs> depending on whose it is. So that division of labor, and I know we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast. Well, I've talked to myself about it about tending the hearth and that that one got a lot of uh, great attention and great conversation about you know the the beauty in tending the hearth sometimes and sort of what you know we've in our society today we we hear a lot around the extra work that women do in the household if it's a, a heterosexual partnership in terms of this division of labor and quote unquote how hard done by women are and you know, there are times when I do feel that, um, but then I also have to sit back and reflect and recognize that there is more uh, that my spouse is doing that is not necessarily the picking up per se, but it is in terms of grocery shopping, cooking, uh, child uh, support, like child support sounds really wrong, but, you know, really splitting in as pretty, pretty equal distribution around parenting and and that support as a parent so you know and and then paying bills etc etc so there are things that my spouse does that in the heat of the moment I feel infuriated that I am picking up a or putting a dinner plate away or knickers as the British would say and and then at moment and then I have to sort of sit back okay oh you know, maybe there is a bit more of an equal split here that you're not recognizing and I guess my call out is hey have you sat back and explored and reflected on that and what your spouse is doing that may not come to mind when you're in the throes of the cleaning up? Because I do think, I genuinely do think, and maybe I'm going to be called a sexist for this. I think there's literature. I don't have it. I'm not backing it up. I'm not even going to look into it. Okay. But I think there is science to say that women see things differently than men. Their brains see the mess differently. Now, their personality plays into it. How we were brought up plays into it for sure, right? Because there are some really fastidious men out there. So I don't want to come across as a total sexist uh, and an ignorant fool around the literature. But my gosh, like just anecdotally talking to my friends, I do think we see things differently. That is not an excuse. Do not use that as an excuse Okay, because we can train our brains too. Come on, we the neuroplasticity, that's real. That there is literature. I know that. Okay. So we can train our brains. So I think it's just the question I have today on the confession session, followed by my bit of a bit of a plate underwear rage moment, is what is the division of labor in your house? And when you do feel like it's getting unequal. How do you address it? And how do you also coach yourself to see the things that your spouse does do that may not be the very obvious and the cleaning up, the picking up, or maybe that is what they do and you're filling in other spaces too. And and curious to understand how do you resolve it? Like, how do you have the conversation? How do you express the frustration? And then how do you move to a place of where that better balance? And then how do you stay on top of it, right? Because there's the, there's the frustration, then there's the conversation, a yell or two, 
pre the conversation. I don't know. Um, and then, and then it's, how do you stick with it? How do you build the habit? That's, that's my other interest is, you know, we we're really good at getting to the place of the conversation, but we may not always be really great at, um, keeping up with the habit, right? We fall back into our habitual patterns of me being the picker upper and then me being the grumper grumper. I guess that's the term I'm using the grumpy Gus, uh, sorry for anyone who's called Gus and the grumpy Gus who then comes and says, I feeling resentful because I'm doing this all the time. And then, you know, that habit, that cycle, that conversation happens again. So as working parents, as working families, I really am curious to, to understand how you do that, what works for you, uh, and any advice you can share with us on, on the podcast or on the Working Mother Experience page on LinkedIn. And then with all of that picking up, how do you create and carve out time to be creative, right? Because what I'm talking about is that other side of the brain, the yang energy and yang for my mom, if she's listening, okay? Cause I know the yang, when I say that it fires her up, uh, yang energy. So that order, that scheduling, that structure, right? So what I'm speaking to right now is maintaining order in your house. So if we are constantly doing that, okay. And I am saying we referring to women, I am maybe being a bit sexist gendering here, I know I'm probably going to get yelled at and I'm sorry, please yell at me. I'm always willing to learn and, and be yelled at. I don't really like being yelled at, but that's okay. On the other side of it is how then do you carve out space to, for the yin, for the creative? That's really what the working mother experience is about, is about finding that balance, is about bringing in that yin energy, allowing creativity, allowing a little chaos. Do we need... But, but if there's chaos in our homes, does that impinge upon the chaos and the space we need for creativity? <laughs> Anyways, lots of questions today. Uh, fewer answers, really, you know, not overly wise or insightful. Uh, it is a lot more calm than it was earlier on in the day. And I have to say, doing these podcasts can be incredibly cathartic. So uh, thank you for listening to the confession session. As always, it's a short little stint. I look forward to hearing your own answers as you explore these questions, either on your own or with your spouse. And um, thank you, as always. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in to Working Mother Experience Podcast. That's a wrap, folks. 